rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mozart is a celebration, bitches. Naheim, I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers, toast the crime. Number one, D-boy, shame you can rhyme. The rock boys in the building tonight. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. You don't even gotta bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Killing, I'm killing this ice. You don't even gotta bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Tricks is on the house. All right. Let's go. It's another week of Mobs Talks, baby. The safe place for keeping it player, where we keep it kosher every time, all the time. The boys is back in town, baby. Keeping the show rolling. It's the boy SL. It's the boy T. You know what I'm saying? Hot takes another hot, another week of keeping it player. You know what I'm saying? Trying to, man, to the utmost. I'm good. I'm starting out this episode. I'm not, I don't got no drink, no liquor. Let me see how this goes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I got some wine for you, of course. Um, You got some wine. I told you I had an amazing, um, amazing Riesling at uh, Firebirds. Yeah, I had a had a nice Chardonnay. Were you able to cop that? I didn't find that, but I did find a nice Chardonnay that I like um, from the grocery store. It's pretty good. Okay, okay. Yeah, Uh, yeah. This is uh, the grocery store's finest, uh, Food (laughs) Line's finest. uh, Food Line's finest. California Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. See, because I used to only like Riesling because it's sweet, but now, like I said, I'm going into some Chardonnay and, you know what I'm saying, Sauvignon Blanc. It, those, are, those are good, too. Yeah, I, I don't like that too sweet of stuff anymore, you know. But that's what I'm saying. Riesling is sweet. If you get a good one, it's not OD sweet. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, you say I'm, I'm doing, doing well. You know, uh, I think you say, you know, when I say we're keeping a place, I'm trying to. And I realize keeping a player is a full-time job. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're challenging. Like, it's like being a superhero. You always got to make, excuse me, you always got to make the right decisions at all times. Mm-hmm. You need a battle. There's a lot of, in, in life, in your day-to-day experiences, there's a lot of times, that, a lot of times it's easy to go the route less traveled, the player mm-hmm. route. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's you easy seen the say. boys? Yeah, that's what I'm, it's, the show is amazing. It's just like the boys, like you would think superheroes don't always make the right choices. And and the boys, a lot of, they found out that a lot of the superheroes are just doing whatever the fuck they want to do, and they're covering it up. But being a player and just like carrying and having your morals and values every day, it's a battle. You know, it's because yeah, it's some new bullshit. Day. Every day, it's some new bullshit. Speaking of like, I, I'm starting to love this new, this genre of anti-superhero uh, shows. So I binge watched Invincible this week. Oh yeah, I watched that too. Shout out to Invincible. Amazing. I mean, the last episode was a lot. Kid. Every episode. I'm like, your name it. should not be Invincible, my D. Like, you're not Invincible. You get fucked. He almost died, like, twice in the fucking show. Yeah, he almost died No, twice. really, he yeah. almost died, like, once. But he get his ass kicked a lot. No, he died. He almost died twice. Spoiler alert. He, he almost died when he fought the motherfucking, uh, that, that wolf nigga. That wolf nigga, right? Died, he almost died when he was fighting his pops. His pops is literally one punch away from ending his shit. In the season finale, Come on, when he was when he was training, no, in the season in the season finale, fam, 
He wasn't fighting his dad, though. Bro, you, you, haven't, you haven't watched the finale. Right? He was fighting the big kaiju monster, right? Bro, the last episode, he literally fought his dad for like 30 minutes. It's only seven episodes, right? No, it's eight. Oh, okay. So I stopped on the eighth one. I thought that was the fucking last one. Okay, I got one more to watch then. Oh, Don't tell me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah now you spoiling it. Okay, okay, okay. Because, okay, they must have been releasing it week by week. Because I, I caught it late, and I thought all yeah. the episodes were already out. Nah, but Amazon, just like with the boys, Amazon, they drop it every week, one episode a week. So I thought that I had waited enough time to where I could just binge it all. So I binged uh-huh. the first seven. Okay. Oh, yeah, no. Go watch that next week. We'll talk next week. Oh, that's week. what I'm going to do after I get off. Shout out to Bruh. Amazon Prime. It's, um, but yes. without, without, well, I kind of spoiled a little bit, but almost spoiled, without spoiling it, it's, it's, the show is graphic anyway, but this ending episode, this finale, Mm-hmm. Graphic is not even the word, family. Damn. Well, yeah, they he was already fucking punching through people and ripping off heads, smashing heads. Bro, it's some of the wildest shit I've ever seen. Like it's the boys is graphic, but they can't get as graphic as what they were doing. Like the boys was OD graphic. You know, hands yeah. This last episode. I think it's on the same level, nigga. They was running through people. And- Bro, I love it. I love what Amazon is doing, carving out new adult uh, superheroes, you know, mm-hmm. because one, I think it's, it's great to see that super, superheroes have, you know, real life dilemmas of like, you know, I can't save everybody or I can't be a good person all the fucking good time. Like, you know, I think that's a great, this is a great genre they're hitting on. And I think it's some of the things that we had gripes with DC about is that, you know, they're superheroes that they, they start gravitating towards that space of like real, um, real personable human superheroes. Mm-hmm. And then they get away from it and do some fuck shit. So I think Amazon yeah. kind of seen that as taking it, you know, taking the torch on that. But yeah, for sure. Like, but see, that's the shit we like. Just like, that's I think that's why the Joker, DC did good. Cause it was like, it was, a, it was grounded. It was real. It showed the villain. And then, like in this, and then in Amazon, they're making it like, are even the superheroes the villains, or the people that we think are the the, the good people, the fucked up ones? Because we see an invincible Omni Man supposed to be whoever he's supposed to be, but he's fucking killing other people and he's doing other shit. You know what I'm saying? Lying to people and being deceitful. Uh, side note: I, I got some got some Jack Daniels now. Got some Jack. Um, turn it up. But yeah, for sure, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna, I'm definitely watch episode eight. That's a great show. But um, how you been, man? Uh, you got anything to keep it funky with this week? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm realizing how how advanced the social media filter game is. Okay. I didn't know. Like, I knew. Well, you know, I've even made jokes in the past about how the filters, people use the filters. But I thought I could spot it. Like, you know what I'm saying? I thought that with my naked eye, I could spot the filters like oh right. she got a filter on that picture oh oh they using this on that but i fucked around and i had i was chilling in the car waiting for my lady to come out of the store and i just got on the joint doing some um for playing with the filter you know they be having funny shit little games and shit on the on the instagram filter and it was a filter and i put it on and nigga when i tell you my face was perfect like i looked like i think i looked in my head like it was because you know when you're in the car, sometimes the light coming through the windshield, you be seeing every fucking blemish on your face. I don't know. If yeah. 
But nigga, I put this filter on and nigga, my face was perfect and it changed the color of my shirt. My color, my shirt was, my shirt was blue. Uh, they changed my shirt to gray. The red was pink. It was, I was like, yo, this shit is more advanced. And it went on some top of some other shit that I found out um, scrolling through the Explore page. It was a video of somebody showing how they tweak their pictures with the auto-tune face-tune shit. Mm. So they, she wasn't tweaking so much her face. She was tweaking like her waist. And you know, like you'd be thinking, oh, I can see if they tweak the waist because it'll morph the rest of the picture. No, you would not know. She did a, she did a lot. She screen recorded her phone and was showing how she took her waist in like a little bit just to create more of a shape than she really had. So in my head, I'm just realizing that probably everything that we see on these screens, especially when it comes to uh, women trying to sell something, especially their bodies, yeah. probably fucking fake. it's probably fucking fake. The game is nasty, bro. I didn't know it was that. I didn't know it was that. I didn't know it was that. You were you were behind the curve. Oh yeah, um, I'm way behind now. Realize. Yeah, yeah. I mean, is this is it is it our fault? Is it our fault as men? Like, no, you know what? It, no, it. it's not our fault. Listen, okay. Let's listen say this. The argument I've heard right is that well, that's the shit that get all the likes. That's sure. the shit that y'all drool over, right? That's his end. This is women Women probably talking to a man, talk, trying to tell them, like, all these women are doing all these things to look a certain type of way. Really, that's not, it's, it's, that's part of it. That's true. I can't say that's false. Because when you go on the likes and the views of people showing off their body in whatever way they're doing it, they're higher than people with clothes right. on. But that's just sex sales. But also, it's the money that's behind all of that shit. Like, there's profit in you being a certain type of shape or it's having a certain type of look, or being naked, just straight up naked. You can get money behind that shit. But it's like the links that people are willing to go to get the shit and the things that they're willing to do to manipulate and make themselves look so like we already knew about, I thought I knew all about this, no. We knew about angles. We go, okay, they're trying to hide their double chin here or they're trying to make it look like this, or she only takes selfie pictures. She don't never take, no, you never see no pictures of her. Someone else take it, someone else take the picture of them from a distance away, or you know what I'm saying? Or like, but now it's just, and I guess you, to answer your question, is it men's fault? It's a, it's a, it's a vicious cycle. You know what I'm saying? One feeds the other, you know what I'm saying? And it's, and it goes around and around and around. But the lovely thing about it, we can delete our social media. We can delete, <laughs> we can live in the real world. We can have real interactions with people. Where we're not having these these uh these just passing interactions with profiles and pictures of people we don't even fucking know. So that is the solution to it. But for sure, it's like a vicious cycle. It's a vicious. I think that I think put on a good point. It's a symbiotic relationship. That yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of working elements uh to get to to get that got us to where we're at. Or got women to where they're at, where they gotta do filters on a fucking regular photo to um, get more likes, and, mm -hmm. and there's all that justification, that ego, and that that validation that comes with those likes. I guess I have to think about that sometimes because you know men deserve a, you know men. We have it seems like every day there's a reason we're getting slandered, and yeah, yeah, niggas deserve some of it though. Yeah, I'm just trying to see what what percentage is that slander. Warranted for us. 
think it's over 50. I think it's less over 50. Than 80. Less than 80. Less than, less than 80. Between 50 and 80. Because Actually, niggas I'm, really... You know what? You know what? I'm going to give us some... I'm going to give us some grace. I'm a minimus. I'm going to give us 50. I'm going to give us 50. Because, listen. Yeah. Because I think... This, this is where my mind's at, right? It's not our fault. It's scientifically proven that men love a certain... We talked about this. It's a scientifically proven that men love a certain shape, for the most part. You know, women, they got... We're keeping with black men, right? We're keeping black men. Black men scientifically love like a proven shape. We love, you know, nice curvy hips, you know, ass, you know, voluptuous, voluptuous titties, nice lips, you know. Yeah, you had to go to the lips. Thank, thank you yeah. for saying the lips. The lips get the lips get overlooked yeah. too much. Yeah, voluptuous lips. Okay. Yeah. So uh it's scientifically proven. We are a machine. So black men, like for the most yes. part, right? For Our bodies part, right? are machines. Listen, my heart beats. I don't even think about it. Right. And so this is where I give us 50% of it. We're doing what's naturally God given us. We're supposed to, it's a natural response to go gravitate towards that, right? This is, this is our 50%, all right? Now, the way I'm, I'm not giving us all the blame for it because you know why? Because the man knows, scientifically sees what we react to and the other women of other cultures wants to steal away from our black women in the black culture. So they're using um, what we like to drive, quote unquote, what you know the, the, the embodiment of sexiness is. But, but that is, I agree with everything you said, but just like men use money to manipulate people or women, don't women use their sexuality to manipulate men? Right. So that's why I'm not giving. So I'm, hey, you can give. You can give whatever sins you want to give to women for that one. You can give thirty. You can not, give twenty. And not and not the passively. I'm talking about the active people. Like just like there's niggas with money that's not out here just tricking on women trying to buy women. There's niggas with money that have very stable home lives and very stable relationships. Right. But there's also men with, that get money and they're like, okay, I'm just gonna buy this, buy that, and buy this, buy that to attract what I want. And then once I attract what I want, I'm just going to buy that. Right. There's women that's actively like, okay, I'm going to dress like this. I'm going to dress like that. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there to, to attract what they want to attract. And I'm not mad at you I'm doing that. Actively trying to get something. Not people that are just like, literally, I was born with these lips. I was literally just born with this hair. I was literally, just, yes. you know what I'm saying? There's people that are like, okay, I'm going to get these lips, I'm going to get this hair, and I'm going to get this dress, and I'm going to go to this place. And I'm not mad at yeah, that. I'm not mad at it. Well, you can contribute to how it's manipulated, to say, that this younger generation in terms of how they want to face tune and everything like that. Because they see that's how you get the money, that's how you get the attention, that's how you get the likes and everything like that. So I'm giving you, I'm giving that like 30%. You know what I'm saying? Once... Um, Let's just say once popular culture got the hook of what you know, what rap culture really likes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I said that. I said that right. Pop, popular see, culture saw what rap culture likes or hip hop culture likes. Popular culture wanted to emulate what emulate that. And yeah, drive. a lot has to do with hip hop. A yeah. lot, like, because you know even the lifestyle, the lifestyle is a hip hop lifestyle. 
Exactly. But but then hip hop is kind of imitating the drug lifestyle, which is the street lifestyle. Sure. Which is the which is the excuse me, which is the uh, not the antithesis. Probably which is just the opposite of the rich corporate lifestyle. Like, why do people go to the streets to get their money? Because they can't get it within the system. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they're just the inverse. So the streets is the inverse of the corporate. And so people are trying to imitate the corporate life, people are trying to imitate the street lifestyle, making hip hop where they're not really living the street lifestyle. But it's the it's the lifestyle, man. It's the it's the good times, it's the money, it's the, the cars, the clothes, the women, the vacations, the um and, and then also the getting sucked, the suckage, the thirst. When I walk in the room, everybody looks at me, everybody notices me. I change the I change the temperature when I go places, which is all ego. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, they always, yeah, go ahead. I mean, my last point, I'm going to give like 5 10%. Even though I don't think, I don't think that it's necessarily their fault for this, but that Kardashian family, you know, they're now like the emulation, like they're like the quote unquote standard of beauty, I guess, right? But because they have, they have though, they have that body, which they, they emulated from, Black women. black women, black women, black right. women. But black women get slandered for it, and black women get they called uh, provocative, curvaceous. Like I remember, like that news chick lady that was just wearing the same dress as the white girl, and they tried to say that her dress was inappropriate, but the white girl's wasn't because she nationally is just built that way. Like no, no they, demonized, they literally demonized and exploited the black body, but when a white person does it, it's praised and it's put on another level, and you cannot dispute that. They put a black woman in a fucking circus because her ass was so fat. They fucking paraded her around. Then they took her body and stuffed it and put it in a museum. This is That's this is this is history, but um, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's it's just really crazy. And I was about to say something before I went on that tangent, but it'll come to me later. It's just obviously we know sex is 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 basically the driving force of life, man. To reproduce, to recreate. So it's literally one of the one one of the few things you're on this planet to do. Like you know for a fact I'm here to like to procreate. Yes. You know, so it's like our our whole anatomy, like you say, your men are men are a lot machines, right? And it's like we're all, uh, our whole anatomy, all of our instincts are kind of geared towards reproduction, geared towards sex. You know what I'm saying? But then when you start to deviantly go after that shit. Like become it the main because obviously you know there's more to life than sex, but there's love, there's there's nature, there's art, there's food. You know what I'm saying it's more to life than sex. You know what I'm saying, but that that aspect is just so it's just so lucrative. Like it's so it's so compelling. Like you know, like it's part it's irresistible. Like it's literally irresistible for a lot of people. You know what I'm saying that's why no matter how much uh, the porn industry gets pirated or you can download a movie online. Porn is still a very successful industry. It's probably the most. We don't like. I feel like they. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you I go. Ahead. I think. Like, I think that they're most probably the most successful industry. Like, if 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 everything was to get shut down today, like <laughs> the water, the water stop, you know, moving. You know, you know, the grocery stores start. You know, was a uh, uh, close. You know. Electricity stop moving or whatever. Niggas are gonna find a way to fuck, and niggas are gonna find a way to watch somebody. Niggas gonna be, niggas gonna be fucking in the dark. <laughs> niggas, niggas gonna be. 
Yeah, yeah this is they true. Gonna, they gonna fuck in the dark, or they gonna try to if they can't watch somebody fuck in the dark, they're yep, gonna they hear gonna somebody be, fuck. They're gonna hear somebody fuck in the dark. They're gonna be fucking by candlelight. <laughs> <laughs> but so, but like this, is what I'm saying though. So, I think as we like, we're humans, right? We kind of at the top of the food chain of this shit. The aliens are above us. Well, let me not say that. God, I don't want to talk about. It. God is above us. Do the thing. You know what I'm saying? So. On this plane, we kind of have domain over this shit. Like we run it how we we see fit, and then the people obviously we're at the lower top part of the top I'm not making world changing decisions. I'm kind of just making day to day decisions for myself. I don't even know where the fuck I was going with that. I have no idea. Okay, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm losing all my track of mind. I'm, I'm, I was I smoked a little bit consecutively. Maybe that has something to do with that. Um, consecutively. Cause like, yeah, cause you know I'm nigga. I don't smoke consecutively no more. I don't be smoking days in a row. Okay. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> I might smoke the max two days in a row. But um, man, I, it's just like um, we know the power of sex, and, and it, 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 oh yeah, that's always gonna go with it. We know the power of sex, but it's us to uh, it's up to us to control ourselves because we call ourselves a higher being. We call ourselves evolved. We call ourselves civilized. We call ourselves knowing the difference between right and wrong. Yeah. So we all we have to we have to walk walk the talk, talk the walk, walk the talk, yeah. walk the talk. We have to yeah. walk the talk. So it's just, yeah. you know, not cause not succumbing to that lower frequency all the time. You know, obviously everybody gotta get freaky. You gotta get nasty. You gotta let listen, you gotta get that horny out, but you gotta do it consensually and with someone who you're committed to and you're being safe with. You know what I'm saying? Especially as you well, get older. Let's not say committed to. Okay, no, I, okay, that's what I'm saying. Uh, right, you you don't have to be committed to them, but you do have to have an understanding and and a, and a definitely a good rapport with that person. You know what I'm saying? Sure. I just was kind of focused on the consensual part and also the safe part. I want you to be safe yes. and I want you to be consensual and not creepy, One which we're two. gonna talk about later. Which yeah. we're gonna talk about later. Yeah. Not to be creepy. Don't be creepy. I had a different keep it funky, but this one came to my mind literally like two seconds ago. Because mm-hmm. I, I was looking at myself in the camera. And I was looking at my teeth. <laughs> and you I thought about teeth. it. I mean, shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I do what I can. Uh, when I thought about myself, like, I thought about this, like, you know when the ego is at the highest, bro? Ego? It's when you're in the gym in front of that mirror lifting. Oh, this I was just there today, bro. Yo, fam. I was like, yo, is this me? There, it's all me, baby. I hit, I, I hit, I hit my man Dom. I said, "Yo, I've been looking good for a long time." I don't know what's going on, but you know, know the funny part about on. that. The funny part about that is you do know what's going on. <laughs> you're making intentional decisions to yeah. do what you're doing. Like when you're in the gym and you lift, you like, "Nigga, like my arms look good right now." Like my arm, like, and, and if I and then you and then I think that's the the lure of the gym because you look at yourself and be like, "If I just do this, then I can make this look like this." And then yeah. I'll look even better, you know. It was. But keep going. You no, know, you know what the problem was. The problem is already you're in you're in the gym and lifting, so your testosterone is um you know it's through the roof, right? Mm-hmm. Catch yourself in a good light, and then whatever music I was listening to at the moment had me pump, it had me rocking. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all those. It's like the, the triple threat, you know. Good lighting, pump, mm. music, and the mirror. I'm out here feeling myself super. Like my ego was going through the roof. And I probably and I definitely I know I wasn't the best, you know, 
physically fit nigga in the in the area. It's probably there wasn't a more buffer, you know, leaner days. <laughs> nigga, a little but more buffer. Yeah, a little bit more buffer. <laughs> but if nigga wanted to run up like, <laughs> I felt like, and even though I, I am, I am in a community relation, but I felt like I was Mister Steal Your Bitch at that moment, and that's a problem. Yeah. Something in the mirror. I think they put something in the air in the gym. Again, probably just pumping in a little more oxygen. A little bit more oxygen where you're just a little bit, you're a little bit more, your ego is going crazy at the moment. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I just thought about that. But I I can definitely agree with you. I was, I actually went to the gym today and it's like, you know, you're just in the mirror, you're lifting, you're like, you you get the little pump so the blood is in your arms, blood is in your chest, blood is in your legs. So you're looking bigger, you're looking, you're like, it's it's a good feeling. It's it's definitely a good feeling. And it's like the potential, like where I could go or where I'm at or where I came from. Like I know where I was at and I look at me now. And then, like, where can I go from here? So it's 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 definitely it's definitely it's dangerous, bro. It's dangerous. You don't need to do that before you go out. Mm-hmm. Like, go get a pump. Now I understand why the niggas on Jersey Shore used to get a pump before they went out. My nigga, we used to when we back in Tulsa, I told you to get the pump real quick. But like those used to be some of my best like nights when I was younger, going out. Like I would have the gym membership. So Friday I get off work, chill, eat. Then I go to the gym before we went out on Friday, and I would just feel like sexier. Like I would feel like, all right, I done put in yeah. some work tonight. Like, and I would just feel good about myself. You know what I'm saying? And I and I would be more confident. And I would be, you know what I'm saying? And like that's that's a cheat code for sure. That's a cheat code. I get it. That's a cheat code. And um, secondly, I just, I went to Miles Talks family as a family. We just need to have a, a honest conversation about DJ Khaled, man. Is it time? Is it is it time for him to you know give the jig is up? I think you know he gets one or two nice, you know, one or two couple of bangers, and uh, all right, maybe it was not DJ Khaled, but DJ Khaled is the first one that comes to mind because he just dropped the album. Is mm-hmm. the DJ putting all these random people together on a track? Is that style of music done? See, you're asking the people, but I'm going to answer a little bit. The collab album, is it might have lost its nostalgia, or maybe particularly DJ Khaled, but he had a hell of a one. He had a hell of a one. I'm not saying, I'm not saying, listen, I'm not saying he didn't have a hell of a one. I'm just saying, is it, is it time do we just have, you know, is it time we come to my I had to listen to the album. You got to evaluate the music. But like, cause even even though his even his last two albums when he was like, you know, Khaled got to his height, you know, his Snapchat fame and shit like that. But uh, Khaled is of the culture. Okay, the yeah, culture. Sure. He is a product of Miami, and um, you know what I'm saying he he linked up with he's linked up with Terror Squad and Fat Joe from the beginning. Well, not from, but even in the beginning, and like he has his ties are real. You know what I'm saying he, he got Jay Z features, he got Beyonce features. This nigga is connected. You know what I'm saying? And he's, man, <laughs> you put your hands up. Yeah. He's leveraged his connections to create things that have, that we will remember and that have been very successful. But you're trying to say that this album is on, he's on the decline, is what you're trying to say? I'm just saying there's, it's, it's got a lot of big names on it and it's not a lot of big, it's not big name music. Mm. I don't know if it's the B selection or if niggas is tired of the, it's just, it's just, it wasn't hitting. It wasn't, there was a, you know, of course he got the Nas and Jay-Z song, but if you put Nas and Jay-Z on a fucking song, what do you expect? 
It's yeah, like you yeah. have the cheat codes. Literally, I literally like your connection is a cheat code. Like, yeah, it's if, like LeBron. If you run down the name, if you run exactly, if you run down the name of the album, the people on this album, it sh- it would be a, it's classic material. It's classic artist name material uh, for an album, right? You got mm-hmm. Jay Z, you got Nas, you got Big Sean, you got Bryson Tiller, you got Lil Baby all over. You got Meg, the the baby. You got A Boogie. You got you know uh, Lil Wayne, Jeremiah, like. Justin Bieber, Justin Timberlake, you've got a, you've got literally the best people in the industry. Yeah, it's the All Star Game, and it's like it don't, it's not like you don't see, it's not rave reviews for this album, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and he continuously does that. And I remember for the last album, it was cool for a hot second, and then we, yeah, yeah. it's not staying, it's not staying, and um, you're making a very good point. You I'm know, saying, like, is it time t- for him? Is it time as a culture we we reevaluate the co- uh, what you what you call it the collaborative album, the collab albums, and just the yeah, just like in like, the I guess yeah. they were called compilation. Like he's definitely they're compilation, but yeah. they're DJ. It's a DJ's album. Like a DJ will make a compilation album, and so, yeah, no, yeah. So you you putting you're raising very valid points, and to me. I think it's just the formula that we've seen over and over again. Niggas are niggas. It's no surprise. You know what I'm saying, like you're saying, like there's no, there is, there is a, a, a very beautiful part of life and in music in particular when you hear a new artist for the first time and you fall in love with their music or you fall in love with their voice or just new sounds and new shit like that. But Khaled, he, his he doesn't deal with new artists at all. Mm-hmm. All of his are all the people that he's featured on his albums are established superstars. Yep. You know what I'm saying? There's and not this and every, we've heard this before. Like it's it's hard to root for the top dog. You know what I'm saying? And these artists are the top dog. Now we've seen you do it once, twice, three. All your albums have been this technically. Outside of probably your first couple when you had Ace Hood and um whoever or whatever artist you had on your on your thing. Matter of fact, see, look, I can't even name nobody besides Ace Hood that he actually. Fed into their career. Everybody else has been yeah, Vado, top niggas. Yeah, Vado, I think, at one point, too. Yeah, but what did he do with Vado? Just nothing. <laughs> Vado didn't even get the shine that Ace Hood got. But um, I, that's what I think is contributing to your feeling of possibly the jig being up, is that we, we've seen this formula, and we're kind of, we, it's, it's, it's not even fresh anymore. Even you can get all the new beats, you can get all the new verses, but it's just not like I said. I haven't even listened to it. Now I did listen to the Jay Z and Nas beat because Nas was my first favorite rapper, and Jay Z is Jay Z. You know what I'm saying? So I watched that beat and I listened to that. But outside of that, I haven't tapped into the whole album. So I think you may be right. I'm gonna give it a listen and I'll let you know. I mean, you know, it's just I just I just want to have a conversation. And if any if anything is not say anything bad about Khaled and Khaled what he's doing because like say he's part of culture I don't know if he does anything for black people that gives money back to black people but whatever um he's part of culture and if, even if it's not like I'm not telling him to get out of music maybe you do a, a one person album you collab with one person you like maybe do a whole yeah do what like Hit Boy's been doing you know what I'm saying or you know Alchemist or you know all you know yeah DJ. like actually do pick one artist and you but see like this is what i thought of when you first talked about this before we started recording the running joke with Khaled was like he would say we the best we like nigga what are you the best like what do you do besides scream on the track 
And I guess over the years, we've learned more that, okay, he deals with putting the artists together. He'll deal with the building of the, the beat or picking the beats or picking the, the, the directions of the song. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I'm saying? He's like a, a Diddy type of producer. You know what I'm saying? An executive producer. He has the ear. But um, what do you really do? Are you pushing the buttons? Are you, collect, are you finding the samples? Are you creating the beats? No. So it's like, maybe, you know, it's just catching up with him. And great success to him. I, I started following, when I started following Khaled on Snapchat, bro, it was the most, it was the funniest shit and the most lovely oh, shit Oh, yeah, watch. bro. Like, yeah. He's- when he got lost in the jet ski, when he, you know what I'm saying? When he would pull up to finger licking or do whatever he was doing. When he would go out and pray to the lion. And you know what I'm saying? He'd be talking in patois. Like that shit, like I really tapped into the spiritual side of shit. Cause when he would really like look up to the sky, I'd be like, thank you. Like I'm blessed. I'm grateful. Like that shit, it, it definitely triggered that in me. But, like just to remember, bro, like you are blessed above all else just to be walking around. You know what I'm saying? So that's what people bought and bought into that. Then he was coming with the, the superstars. It's like, well, of course I'm gonna check it out. Of course it's gonna do numbers because everyone's checking it out. Nigga. It's Beyonce. Nigga. It's future. It's you know what I'm saying? Like you're che- it's a Chico. You're lit. Like come on, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, right. it's LeBron. It's it's LeBron and, and AD. You know what I'm saying? And now it's tell, AD. Tell me Kyrie you have a Nas and, and a Jay Z. You tell me you have a Nas and Jay Z song or a Drake song. What the fuck you think niggas are gonna do? Listen, bro. It's Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden, bro. I'm fucking watching. I'm tapping it, you know what I'm saying? So, is the jig up? You guys tell us. Mm-hmm. I just want to, uh, what's, the, what's the meme with um, Charles Barkley? I'd like to start a dialogue. <laughs> I'd like to start a dialogue. That's all it I don't is. think I've ever, only, I've only, <laughs> listen, I've never liked it. I've never liked to start a dialogue until I was in a relationship. And I was like, you know what? We're going to talk about this. Let's 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 start a dialogue. Let's talk. <laughs> fuck it. We here. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? At, but at this age, at this age, I've never really wanted to start it. There's now there's things that I wanted to know about, especially internet wise. But you know, I I have a measly amount of followers. You know, they don't really talk back to me unless I say something funny or something that they agree with. So if uh, ain't nobody really trying to start a dialogue with me. I mean, but I do want to give you your flowers. Though. You know why? Why? Because. Without giving too much information, I don't want to know what you guys talk about. But my man, my man Reggie, gave you a shout out this week. You know. Oh yeah, helped man. Out, helped him out during. You know, he might be going through something. You know, but whatever. The overlying tones is that you know brothers talk to brothers and get each other through things, and that's what we try to advocate on this show. So I want to give you your flowers for that. I appreciate that, and shout out to Reggie, um, to Warriors and Rogues on Instagram, Warriors and uh, is his apparel page. Yeah, man. And like you said, it comes down to just checking on niggas, you know? And like, even like in the time when you like to do it, because I realized I like to call my niggas when I'm a little drunk, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or I'm a little high, but it's like, I'm not going to do it late, late night, but like, say you're drinking and it's like 9.30, bro. Like, just go through your phone and like hit up the niggas when you talk to them in a minute. And I'll, I can honestly say it that's not me most of the time. Like, I don't always, like, I talk to you a lot, but it's like, I don't normally just hit up all my niggas from back home and just niggas I ain't seen in a while. So, you know, something was just, something was just on my heart just to hit up me. And Reggie's not the only nigga I called that night. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just calling your niggas and having a heart to heart because, heart to heart because we're not as close to each other as we were when we was in school or when we was living together or like even back to high school days. We used to see your niggas every single day. Now we're adults, we're working. We might see each other once a month. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, 
yeah, I appreciate that, man. And I was, and I, and I, it really warmed my heart for him when he shouted me out like that. Cause, you know, when we talked about, I felt him what he was saying, but I just didn't know, that, you know, he would give me a shout, so shout out to bro. Yeah, you know, that's that's important. And I, I think, me personally, I got to do better with that myself. You know what I'm saying? Just calling niggas and checking on niggas and seeing, you know, how niggas is doing. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, that's that something admirable. And um, that's how I know niggas don't really have, the internet don't have real friends. Let's just say that. People on the internet don't have real friends because people be like, men don't talk to each other. Yeah, we don't talk to each other every fucking day, but when we do, we, we talk yeah, to Yeah, we each really other. talk about real shit. Like, and, and shout out to... Shout out to Uncle Dom, Dominique, because that's one of the niggas that kind of sets the tone for, like, my nigga, he'll just call and we'll talk about nothing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I've seen that with him. Like, I'm, when I'm around my niggas, like, we, I'm, I'm not afraid to say anything or talk to y'all niggas about anything. But I've seen that with Dom, especially with his core group of friends, like, from that he grew up with. Like, them niggas will just be talking on the phone. Like, he'll just holler at them niggas and start talking. So, you know what I'm saying? I could kind of say, like, some of that has rubbed up on me because that nigga would talk my ear off and I'd be like, I'm just, it's just, it's just good to just listen sometimes. It's just good to just even talk about nothing. Like, what's going on? Nah, shit. Just in the crib. You know what I'm saying? Just like on some old school shit. Like when back in the day when like niggas would really just call niggas on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now it's like we got all this tech. You know, they say oh, we have all this technology, but we're less connected when we have more ways to connect with people. So it just goes back to a phone call. Back to a phone call. Blessings. Mm-hmm. Blessings. What you want to talk about, nigga? What's going on? Oh, shit. You know, there's a lot going on in terms of fuck shit, you know? Is there? I'm going to just be dodging it. I feel like it was just, like, slow as we could be. I mean, you know, the devil's always working. You know, there's always conversations about men and women. That's number one. And number two. Oh, that shit sells. Men versus women will always sell. Always. Just like pussy. Just like pussy. I mean, let's keep it light, man. I, 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 we we talked about some shit on the pre on the pre on the, the pre recording. Uh, let me see. Let me write down. Well, we had niggas being friends with girls, and we had yeah, creep so, niggas. So let's start. Let's start with niggas being friends with girls that leads into creep niggas. There you go. So this started because Steve Harvey, uh, and it seemed like an older clip. He got on the internet talking about the reporter asked him. It was a woman. She said, can niggas, can men be friends with women? And she's like, can it be so? And then Steve Harvey, the author of Think Like a Man, uh, which went on to be a theatrical movie with Kevin Harding, many various actors. Yeah. Um, he came and said, no, I can't be friends with a woman. A woman. He's like, because the reporter was like, because you're married? He's like, no, nah, not because I'm married. And he went on to go say, no, because she's attractive. I'm eventually want to fuck her. And it's like, no, really, all the niggas that, that you think are your friend, if ever given a chance, you fuck them. That was his basic thing. And I loved it. when I saw it, it was a retweet, and someone was like, This nigga didn't say one fact. <laughs> and I was like, and I and I liked that shit, and I might have retweeted it because that's untrue. Now, maybe what he was speaking to, and I'm just crazy, I'm I'm helping Steve Harvey argue out, but there are men who pretend to be friends with girls, be nice to them, do friendly things act like they don't want to have sex with them, all under the guise of eventually trying to get close enough to them to where they guard drop, then they panties drop, and then they hit. You feel me? But there are actually women and men who carry on platonic relationships where they are really each other's friend and confidant, and they talk to each other, get perspective. Bro, like, I learned so much from just talking to women. 
Like literally, I remember like when I first got to VCU, um, I knew you, and then I knew this 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 girl who used to live in my neighborhood. She had already been at VCU, and I started hanging out with her for a little bit. And she had a whole group of girlfriends, and it would just be me and a room full of women. And the shit that they would talk about, I was like, damn, I didn't know women talked like this. I didn't know women felt like this. I did, and I learned so much by just being in those rooms. So it is an asset for you to have a woman in your life outside of your partner who can give you the female perspective on shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And it's wonderful to have a partner that you can get female, but we talk about friendship. Like, men and women can 100% be friends. Like, I seen it with you. Like, you was one of the first niggas I knew that had a friend that was a girl. Yeah. And I would, and I and I think even back in the day, I would say to you, like, so you hitting that girl? And you'd be like, no, nigga, like, that's that's my nigga. Like, yeah. you, you was one of the first niggas to even, uh, like, 100%. Like, my nigga Darius, shout out to D-Money, him and you was, like, the first niggas, like, no, y'all had, like, legit friends that were good yeah yeah uh it's imp- like i think you hit it on the head bro it's that point about having uh it's like an ally in the other field in the well i said that but like it's like having an ally on the enemy side right because they're gonna tell you you know what the other get what the other you know the best way to maneuver around the, the minefields and shit like that but it's just you know you, you don't need to have you don't need to be around niggas your whole you know all the fucking time because we are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, niggas. Some niggas are smart, but yeah, not but all. But you just need to. You just need to. There's only two types of genders on this on this planet, and you. you shouldn't oh be wait, 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 Chris. I think our listeners may agree, but people, some people. Never mind. Just keep going. I'm not gonna stop you. <laughs> okay. All right. Gender, well, gender is a debate. People are debating right. gender, but you, we'll go with your premise. There are two genders. Let's say sexes then, two sexes. Is that is that, is that right? Gender kind of is same. Different. Gender and sex might be different. I don't fucking know. Just continue. I think you sex. I think sex is uh, scientific. I think. I okay, know. there you go. I don't know. Might have something to do with hormones. Yeah, that yeah. might be it. Sex is something, but gender is different. I think yeah, you yeah. might be right. So uh, there's two sexes on this planet. You should you should at least have friends on both sides of the field. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think there is a point that is more difficult for for people on the other sides of the sexes that that are around attractive people to be friends with i think it's more difficult but it can be done you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying especially if you guys think each other are attractive so like um but then at that point you're not you neither friends anymore right if you start putting attraction and sexuality into things like, well listen you know, you're crossing I'm a th- right I'm gonna throw it back, bro, and shout out to Lil Dirk for saying this. This bar, I'm probably gonna fuck it up. He's like, uh, "Shawty calling niggas her bros." I used to be her bro, and I used to fuck on her, so I know what's going on with her. Like we knew back in the day, people called him, call people, "Oh, that's my sis," "Oh, that's my bro," but you and your bro and your sis, y'all don't fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that, and, and, and I'm and I'm speak, like I said, I'm gonna speak back to you, you and your relationship. That used to be my mentality off top. Bro, I'm not friends with no girl because what the fuck do I need a friend that's a girl for? That's what I used to think. And I'm like, I'm definitely not, especially not going to be no friend with no girl that um I'm not fucking or that I won't fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, that didn't make sense to me. But then, obviously, with maturity and time and then actually having a friend that was a girl, I was like, nigga, like, this... And, and a matter of fact, girls will tell you how bad of a friend you are more than niggas. Yes. Some niggas will tell you, but, like, if you're a bad friend to a girl, she's going to be like, you're a horrible friend. 
you don't do this. And now some of it may be playful, but there's always some realness. That, 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 and most, some of it will be real. And um, yeah. Steve Harvey, bro, bro, Steve Harvey. Well, listen, Steve I've Harvey. already, I've already, I've already said my displeasure with that nigga. But I, I Steve I'm, Harvey. I'm, yeah. I'm, yes. I, I'm yes. Niggas will fake to be. Yes, niggas will fake like they're girls' friends to fuck. Them. Yes. Okay. It happens. But can a man be a friend with a girl? Can a man have a friend that's a girl? Yes. Can a girl have a friend that's a man? Yes. Yes. Like I, I still have a lot of friends that are females. You know what I'm saying? Like. Or women, or whatever the term is now. Like you know, what I'm saying like it's just it's so it's much cool. better when you it's, don't fuck them. <laughs> like if you fuck yes. friends, it's gonna ruin the friendship. Yes. Now the question is. Now the question is right. So this is this is why I think there is the argument, right? When that day comes and the woman pulls up and wants to fuck on you, and you you said we're friends, right? And she said like what you want to do. And she gives you the green light. Do you say no, we're friends? We're talking about a, a solid individual and somebody that actually, you got to say no. That's what you're supposed to do. Okay. I just want to test you. Hey, this is, if that day comes. What do you mean if that day comes? The day, the day, the day's not supposed to ever come. Y'all not on that type of time. Really, that's your sis. That's your sis. That's I mean, you know, you know, you might be drinking, you might be drinking, you know, she she comes crashes at the crib or some shit, you know, and you you know, you start off. That's, you, know. you remind you sound like a Jasmine Sullivan skit right now. Well, what I we were friends and we got drunk and so on. So listen, um, I've heard yeah, from women my uh, whole uh, life being drunk ain't an excuse for shit. Uh, I'm just like, listen, we we this is we we say we like player shit and one of the one of the cornerstones of being a player is morals and values. And we said, you said at the beginning of shit, your morals and values get tested every day. It's hard to keep shit player, but you're supposed to keep shit player. If someone is in a space in your life that you that, that is your friend and they try to cross the line with you, if you got morals and values, you're supposed to keep it that way. Yeah. No, I'm not going to act like if you're single and your your single girlfriend tries to come through and, and fuck you, you'd be like, no. Shit, you might not have nothing to do that day. You know what I'm saying? You be like, well, shit, I ain't, I ain't doing shit anyways. You know what I'm saying? Come on, but, come on a fuck. But normally, women are pretty good at keeping boundaries. Men are less so good at keeping boundaries. But women, in my whole life, I haven't seen women hold the line on, 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 nigga, what are you talking about? Nigga, you my friend. Like, no, that's my friend. Niggas, niggas my friend. Women, once women, once a lot of women make that distinction with niggas, they really can do it. And if women could do it, I believe men could do it. Once a nigga make a distinction with you, like, nigga, that's what you are. I agree with you. I just, I, you know, I'm just trying to be messy. Hey, man, shit, this world is, this world is messy. So, you know, like I said, morals and values is what, is what a player would do. So, you know, keep it tight. But morals and values are not what a lot of creepy niggas have. You like how I did that? I see. I see. I see where you're going. But what what was you talking about that made you bring up creep niggas before? Like, what what was we talking about? All right. So, you know, this is a conversation like we're gonna have, but I want our our followers and our our viewers to contribute with this. Right. This is a question. Right. When was the time that you were on the verge of doing some creep shit? Mm. Like, not, like, not like nasty nigga shit. Like you know. No. No. Don't. Like don't. Put, don't. Like okay, nothing well, 
obviously draw that line. But I'm gonna say, like, I don't want you to put a cap on it. Like, let niggas reveal themselves. Yeah. But okay, sure. Like you was on the verge of doing creep shit, and you was like, you know what? That's creepy as fuck. So I'm gonna go first, right? I was recently. I was wanting and to listeners. Say this is this is some this is some safe ass creep shit that you about to say. Yeah. But continue. I mean, I mean, recently I was about to this say this nigga that. ain't I living listen. a real creep life. Right, and this is why I'm here. This is I'm the nigga I am today, right? So like, I was originally wanted to send an unsolicited dick pic to my fiance. I had the camera ready. I prepped my piece. I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> my piece. I was like, you know what? I'm about to be. I'm about to be Prep awesome. This piece. I'm about Prep to be on awesome, some like real like. You know, sometimes I want. I'm trying to spice it up. You know what I'm saying? Spontaneous shit. Yeah, but, hey, but the conversation we had all day was nothing sexual, so there was no gay. There was no like in. There was no open door for me to send a, a piece pic, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm about to do it. I'm proud of myself. And I literally I'm about to snap the photo. No, I was about to send a video. I was about to be on real creep shit. I was about to be on some real creep shit, right? Send a video. Energy, right? energy. And then I thought, well, like, yo, this is this is wild, bro. Let me let me calm down. The horny, so... I, I think the horny was going crazy for me. The horny was talking you to me. You didn't do it. You didn't, I do, didn't it. do it. I didn't do it. And you missed a golden opportunity. Now I missed it. That that is that is a good example of some very safe creep shit, right? Um, now I have I've been working on this joke. It's not it's definitely not fully formed, but the premise of the joke is I always it's like two streets you could go down. It's the good guy gentleman road. It might be the middle gentleman half nasty nigga mode, and then it's the full creep street, right? Okay. Creep street, and. I know that I have creepiness in me because I always see Creep Street. Like, I see the opportunities to be creepy and I choose to go down the road, the other road. You know what I'm saying? That's good, that's good. Because Creep Street is a street that niggas choose to turn down every day, bro. Like, niggas will follow women around. Niggas will send unsolicited dick pics. Niggas be on Creep Street. Mm-hmm. Have, have addresses on Creep Street. You know what I'm saying? I don't want my address to be Creep Street. But now I can't say as a man, I can't say I have never looked down Creep Street. And I can't say that I have not been to the corner of Creep Street and, and Gentleman Street and stood on it for a little and then be like, all right, I'm going to. Because, you know, like the horniness the horniness is real and it could take over you. You might end up doing some shit that you, that's not really you because you're fucking close to Creep Street. But we're all close to Creep Street. Women are close to Creep Street. Everybody could be close to Creep Street. But if I'm thinking about an instance, <laughs> creepy thing I did. So I had a premise outside of the joke that obviously I don't want to appreciate, but if you, like with your fiance, you have leeway to do some creepy shit. Yeah, of course. That's your fiance. You've been with her for years. You live with her day in and day out. You can walk around naked. You can come up behind her. You can sneak up behind her. You can grab her. You can do all that shit. You know, in a different context, you can't do that because it's not your day. But with somebody that you have a rapport with, you can get creepy shit off in a healthy way to where it's no longer creepy shit. So, damn, I don't even know if I want to say this. (laughs) 
I mean, I've said, I've said it when we was talking about it earlier, but I don't know if I want to say it now to record it. I had a friend. Nah, it's okay. It was many years ago. It was many years ago. Had a friend. I was in the store with the friend. And I was filming the friend walk around the store when I was with them. And this is not the friend like I was talking about before. Like, this is just somebody that you was cool with. You know what I'm saying? That's creepy. You can't be filming niggas you don't know. That's creepy. Yeah, that's creepy. But I felt like I could do it because it was someone I knew. And I was with them. We went to the store together. Okay. That's something creepy to have. She was built right? Yes. I mean, listen, it's not creepy. It's, it's, you are on the corner of Creep Street right there, right? You're the corner. Yes. you haven't taken a tour yet, you know what I'm saying? That's like the first level. Like you're at the corner house of Free Street. Yeah, I didn't I did not call a realtor and, and schedule a <laughs> tour or go to an open house. I never want to be because like, bro, this we're like we talked about it, we talked about sex earlier. Like, it's some deviant shit going on out here, player. It's some it's some nasty shit. It's some things that like I don't want to be because sort of way, and especially I have a past, you know what I'm saying? I want to always walk the straight and narrow and be the guy that I am. I'm saying be my true self, which is a stand-up individual that, you know what I'm saying, that that, that lives his life by morals and ethics and doesn't do it, uh, unethical things when it comes to women. I don't want to be that guy. I'm not that guy. But, right. like, for instance, I can spot it. I can spot something from a distance, right? Okay. And you could do something where you're like, I'm going to wait here for it to get to me mm. so that I could creep. But you know what? Even if you spot it from this, I'm like, nigga, I'm not even going. You know, matter of fact, I'm going to tell you a creep story. This is not my creep story. 100%. This is not. I had a friend. They found out where a girl worked at, a girl that they wanted to talk to. But they were not in contact with the girl. Didn't have a number. Didn't have no way to get in contact with her, but knew where she worked at. So they waited outside where she worked at to accidentally bump into them. Like, for hours. He ain't got no job, nigga? It was the summertime. Okay. <laughs> and this was in our youth, youth before we were okay. probably like adults. This was late teens, early 20s. So okay. you had all day to do some creep shit. Yeah, all day. He literally did this. And he told me, and I was like, nigga, that's creepy. Nigga, like, you telling me you saw where Shorty worked and you really just waited outside her job? And then, then instead of just, and then literally fake bumped into her. Now, some people might see that as, oh, I just created opportunity, but it's the amount of time, like literally you waited, she wasn't at her job when you got there. You waited for her to show up for hours. Oh, she wasn't even there when you got there. So you were there before her shift started. Literally, so literally you stalked somebody. That's yeah, that's stalking. Because in a, in, in a rom-com, that might be romantic, right? But in real life. That's creepy. Stalking. That's, you know what? When, we're gonna do this is our homework. We're gonna let's just watch a couple rom coms, right? And let's just point out the creepy shit that's quote unquote romantic. Oh, my nigga, they're filled with creepy shit. But that's why. That's why. But see, that's why a lot of niggas get led astray because with television and shut, will kind of make some things that are creepy look like they could be normalized. That's that word again, normalized. Cause that's that sounds like some shit they would do in a rom com. Wait outside of fuck somebody's fucking job, and then look in his head, he might have been like, "This is romantic. I'm gonna create my opportunity with the girl." 
And on a level, I could see that. But on the level of you waiting for hours, I know that, nigga, you was really thirsty. <laughs> like, yeah. you was like, that's like the most, like, bro, hours, my nigga? That's yeah, different than, like, crazy. asking somebody for somebody's number. You know what I'm saying? And then reaching out to them. My nigga, you, you waited and you, you laid in wait in the bushes. <laughs> yeah, that's creepy, bro. That's real so, creepy. Yeah. Creep niggas, bro, but it's like, like it goes back you know, to that, that 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 sex drive and that lust that's in people, man. Like we see it every day. We see all these politicians doing nasty creep shit, calling prostitutes. You know what I'm saying? Underage girls, creep shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's creep shit is very prevalent, and it's like I really try to stay away from even living on that wavelength. Like I said, like I'll see Creep Street because I got a little bit in. Like I can't sit here and say that I don't see the, but I would never exploit. I would never go down there. Like I'm not going over there. Like. You know what I'm saying? I know what like, goes on over there. There's there's a fine line. Like you can live on the corner of Creep Street, like that middle street you said, like the Creep Street, the corner. I don't think you should live on the corner. You might go to the corner. You go to the corner, right? Like so, like you're adjacent to it because there are baby creeps, shit. Like like sending the dick pic. Maybe if it's solicited dick pic, that's creep shit. But you know, it's solicited. It's not creepy right? if she asked for a dick pic though. All right, well, that's not creepy. She's so sending unsolicited dick. You're sending unsolicited. Okay, uh, sending unsolicited dick pics to your wife or fiance. That's kind of creep shit, right? To any random. No, there's nothing creepy. That's your fiance. She didn't see your dick. But it's unsolicited. That's creepy. That's your privilege as a partner. We could have we could have been just talking about taxes that day and like. So I just sent what? A dick you don't need no context to get nasty with your person. They probably invite that. That's spice right you probably you talk spicy right but that's that's what happens when you have a person that's when you have when you have a person right that's, yeah that's, but that's the privilege like shawty's like that's obviously no you're not saying nobody owns somebody but that's your ass maybe you could grab it when you see it standing in the kitchen that's not creepy but if you do that to someone you creepy. don't know that's creepy you know what i also thought i thought about what was creepy like the nigga that would be like wouldn't say shit to a joke and but then would text him later like I saw you at the party. That's like baby creep shit. That is baby creep shit. That's yeah. That's that's, that's like you might. I saw you, but nigga, why don't you come say hi? Because you're nigga, a little creepy. Scared. That's that's a little <laughs> creepy, right? That's a little creepy. That's baby creepy. Yes, that's very that's baby creepy. Niggas be shy for real. That's what people. I'm gonna tell you. That. I, I did that before. Shy. I did that before. Be I was shy. You were shy. Before. You were shy. I was in high school, right? And me and this girl. This is when I was in DECA, right? With DECA was a uh, marketing, like, you know, extracurricular activity, right? So this is a girl, like, I, I met during some of the, like, little competitions or whatever. She went to, like, Centerville. Centerville mm. was uh, another, school, another school out, you know. For reference, people, it's, like, 40 minutes away from yeah. our high school. Right, you know. Um, same county, school. though. Yeah, same. Still Fairfax County, right? Yeah, that's Fairfax, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so we had been talking on Facebook. We're not, you know, we had seen each other. You know, we got numbers and stuff like that. We were talking, and we had met. We we were going to like there was like this big Deca meetup, and I purposely saw her looking at me, and I was mm. walking, and she was walking out. You I act like you didn't see her. Nervous. I act like I was. <laughs> Yo, I was pussy, son. I was pussy, and then I tried, <laughs> and then I tried to like hit her back up on Facebook to like the next like. Maybe like 15 minutes later, like where you where you at? She was like, I saw you see me. Why you didn't say nothing? I didn't respond back. And it was like, <laughs> bro, because like, bro, niggas get like 
you're just not born like I guess some niggas are just very gregarious and very whatever. Yeah. But some niggas, when you first start out with your shit, like you shy, bro. Like it's some shy, bro. bro. I had to grow into this person. I had to grow into the man I am. Yeah, like you grow too hard. But like, son, when I was in the eighth grade, there was a joint I knew that was sucking dick, right? Like she was just sucking anybody dick. All you had to do was ask her, and she was sucking dick, right? <laughs> I was mad nervous. Like I was like, I know this girl's, and I was already cool with her. It's not like it was a girl I didn't know. There's like, yo, shorty, that you don't know sucking dick. No, I knew her. We had class together, all this, shit. and I was just mad nervous. To, to ask her for head. You know what I'm saying? And maybe that's not the best example of being nervous. But when you, before you like get experience and you take those denials and you go out there and you put yourself out there, because as men, you're supposed to put yourself out there or like, you know what I'm saying? You, you at least got to go after what you want. But you don't want to stalk nobody or you don't want to prey on nobody, but you do got to go after what you want. So, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that shyness, it's real, but like I was scared to get head because I never, I never had head before. So I was scared. Well, I mean that that is like that as as well as the how do you politely ask for head? But see, this is what I'm saying though, niggas, you ain't have to be polite. <laughs> like like at this point, like this is when niggas was like, there's nobody more savage than like a 13 year old, 14 year old, oh, 15 year old boy. Nasty. Listen, I'm trying to tell you. We talk about me too. <laughs> we talk about me too. The shit that we was doing at that age, and everyone remembers that age. Like middle school, early high school, like niggas were set. Nigga, I would say anything. Like after I got over that shyness, I would say anything to anybody. Like anything. <laughs> I would yeah. say, bro, it was some shit I did. This was probably when I was 19 or so. I went back, you know, like Facebook, you know, when I was on Facebook, it would save your messages. And I went back and read a thread of how I was talking to this girl one time. I was like, nigga, who the fuck do I think that I am? Like, I was like, yo, I was saying some of the, bro, literally typing the wildest shit. And, and then, let's not get into the chat rooms. The shit niggas was saying when you was anonymous. Yo, it's wild. It's wild I'm boy. so proud. I'm very proud of the man that I am today. That that kid, that, that, that nigga that didn't know shit could take his lumps and then actually become somebody that has the understanding of how you should be in the world to be respected. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be respected. I want to be, I don't want to be a clown. I don't want to be, I like making jokes, but I don't want to be a fucking clown. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be somebody that's like, I don't want to be a creep. I don't want to be a predator. I don't want to be none of that shit. I want to be a, a upstanding gentleman player. That's a good word. That's a good, that's a good, that's a good acronym for that. Upstanding. I'm trying like, player. upstanding, bro. Like, I want to be who I say I am. The creep is real, bro. Like the creep is the creep is not who he says he is because the creep disguises itself. Well, yeah, that's that's the problem with a lot of uh, a lot of men, right? They they disguise themselves and are keeping us in other ways. Of it's either their money or their bravado or their swag or shit like that to cover up the insecure nigga, the nasty nigga that's in them, right? And mm-hmm. it's it's, it's got to be our job as players to weed these niggas out for our women so they mm-hmm. don't have to deal with them. But you know what I think about? But so then that's kind of, the go ahead. But that, no, I want you to finish what you're saying. I have formed this thought. Because you brought it to me. You using the word creep street got me thinking about the wire, right? Mm-hmm. We had all the drug dealing in one spot. 
mm-hmm. in Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. I think as a man community, we need to get all the creep niggas and and put them into one spot called Creepsterdam. And it's gotta be, it's gotta be our responsibility to weed out creepy niggas, even if it's our friends, because we can't have that, we can't have that as a stain on us as a as a as a as a sex. You know what I'm saying? Because we get center every day. And a lot of the gripe from women is like niggas don't hold niggas, creepy niggas accountable. Yeah, like niggas be like, y'all let niggas get away with that shit. And, and, and it's something that like, you know, I, I've thought about that. Like, have I seen some creepy shit from somebody and I didn't hold them accountable? And I said no, because our friend group, for the most part. But that was a lie though. You think that was, you, you think that's 100% true? Oh, I don't, you, I, don't think never, our, I don't think our friend group does a lot of creepy shit, though. Well, I would say this. This is when this is when shit gets kind of blurred, right? Creepy shit is nasty, but not all nasty shit is creepy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And sometimes, yeah, follow me. So, like, it's some shit that is nasty, but ain't really creepy if, because, like I said, you got consent or you doing it with parties that are down with the shit, because niggas is nasty. Yes, but but niggas know, but there's niggas know where to go to get that shit off safely. Yes, and some niggas frequent strip clubs. Some people, you know, what I'm saying they just find people that are into what they're into. So I can kind of agree with you on what you're saying about you know that like you've never witnessed no creepy shit, but you've seen some nasty shit. But you like I've well, seen there. some nasty shit. I've seen some nasty shit. Yes, <laughs> and they're consenting with that shit. So like. That's what I was kind of trying to form my thought about. Is like, I don't want creepy and nasty to be conflated. I don't well, want I think, them to come I together. I think nasty, nasty is creepiness with consent. I think. Yeah, yeah, because you find somebody that's in that same bag with you, and it's like there's nothing like, bro. We all are nasty. We all do things sexually or not that if someone that you don't want nobody to know about, or you just want to do behind closed doors, right? Like. Yeah. There's some shit that you'll do in your bedroom that you're just not gonna let everyone know about, right? It's like, like you say, woman in the woman in the streets, freak in the streets. You want to be the same way for man, like whatever that would be. You know what I'm saying you want to be that way. Like you don't want to just walk around and everybody just be able to spot on you, like oh this is nasty. But it's like we all have our shit. Like you, like bro, we all have our shit. And now you might have divulged some of the things to your friends and not everything your friends. We know what everybody is kind of done, but we don't really know. We don't. I don't know what bag you really get into. When you when you when it's your time to just really let yourself go, and we mm. don't know that with anybody, but we know that if you have somebody that you with and what y'all do behind closed doors, it's up to y'all. So I just want to make sure that's separate from creepy shit because creepy shit is ill-advised, unwarranted, unwanted shit. Well, I think we we answered we 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 broke down the gray area. Nasty yeah. is creepy shit with consent. <laughs> that's the answer. That's the lesson for the day. Yeah, man, because. Bro, like we're listening, women and men alike. Bro, I, I be I be on the internet and I stumble across shit. And I'll be like, oh, they're all jiggy with all of this shit that's going on. Like they're jiggy, he's jiggy, she's jiggy, they do that. And I'll be like, and there's no shame in it. You know what no. I'm saying? There's no shame in it. But there should be shame in niggas being creepy. Niggas following women, niggas stalking women on. Oh, bro, matter of fact, I gotta tell this story too, bro. Instagram, bro. Um, two separate women that I follow. 
I'm not close to either one of them. But they made a public post about a nigga that was sending them, like you said, unsolicited dick pics. The one dude, she said he was sending him, sending her porn videos with girls that resembled her. He was sending her videos of him having sex with other girls. And this is like all unsolicited. And she said, this has been going on for years. And she's even warned his friends about him, told her, told his friends that he was doing that to try to get him to stop. It. And she made a public post on her feed, talk, adding the nigga, putting his shit, putting a picture of him. And I don't think she put any of the messages, but she was literally talking about this nigga has been stalking me for this long. He's been doing this, this, and this, and this, and this, this. And then it was another girl with a very similar story with the same type of shit. This nigga has been mass sending me masturbation videos of him and himself sending me porn shit, do the videos. So that is that goes on too. And that's completely otherwise, bro. That shit, like, you have a problem at that point. Yeah. yeah I that's, mean, that's... before that point, you have a problem for you, like. When someone says no, they don't want you, you really need to have the, the ability to let that shit go and move on with your life and not to stalk nobody, not to continue to send sexual things to somebody that you may have dealt with in the past, but no longer dealing with you. You know what I'm saying? Or you may have known at one point in your life, but then they really got to know you and they're done with you. You know what I'm saying? You need to do that. Like, bro, to be an actual player. Players play and you win or you lose. And you, you do both with the same grace. You know what I'm saying? I, now, if you really bust somebody's ass on, you know what I'm saying? You can, you can pat yourself on the back. Like you say, you're in the gym, you get a good pump on, you, you can give yourself a little praise. But, yeah. Fucking crazy, man. Nigga got fully exposed like that. I mean, hey. That's why I say, like, it shouldn't be up to women to, exp- it should be up to everybody to expose niggas. See, and that's, and that's that non, um, fuck ass fake ass uh woman empowerment shit from the men's side because you know like niggas be like i support women and they doing all shit just try to get some pussy no like nigga i'm really like trying to protect women because that's what men do you know what i'm saying right i protect any i'll protect a strange a stranger you know what i'm saying like i'll protect you know i'm saying you're supposed to protect people who are who are vulnerable or people who are in a situation where you can you know i'm saying on some superhero shit we black right. superheroes but I ain't jumping in front of a bullet or nothing. Nope. <laughs> you know Sam Wilson? Sam Wilson, Sam. So it's not talking, they, they doing Sam dirty, bro. They doing right, listen, I enjoyed it. I, I, I enjoyed the show. I watched it. So we, if listeners, to wrap this up, you know, I, I reached this week, I watched uh, Falcon and uh, the Winter Soldier. And I, I enjoyed it. I think there were, it's a lot of relevancy in this uh, the show with Sam being obviously black and he got sold the the Captain Americans, you know, the shield, right? Mm-hmm. And there was, some, there was some wild shit to me, right? I'm just, I'm gonna get these off and I'm just gonna continue off with my day. This nigga saved the world and he can't get a small business loan. Ah. Yo, real what shit. shit is that? Bro, nigga getting railroaded. I saved the fucking world and I can't get a $20,000 loan. Why do I even hey. have to ask for a loan? Still, so, so nigga. That's 
Still, nigga. But that's a, that's another thing about the government, right? Like, I've been felt this way. Like, the government don't take care of its veterans. Like, how many veterans do you see on the street? It just makes sense. Like, nigga, if a nigga, if I save the world, I don't got to pay for shit for the rest of my life. My family got to pay for shit. Not, not in America. <laughs> Crazy. That's 100% true. And on the real side, bro, I, it's so many veterans that I hear talk shit about the VA, like veteran affairs. Like they'd be like, the VA, the VA, this VA, that VA, VA ain't shit. I'm like, damn, all of these niggas can't be just disgruntled. Some of these niggas gotta be telling the truth. Yeah. And then we talked about it. the suit was okay until the headpiece. That was garbage. Yeah. Um, he just he should have just had the goggles, and that's it. Yeah. And uh, I like I. So I think Marvel does a great job of creating relatable villains, right? The woman, I forgot her name, Carly, whatever her name is. She was Carly Morgenthal. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. She was a great villain. And mm-hmm. not in the sense of like she's causing destruction because she has a noble cause which you can believe in. So that's mm-hmm. where villains, villains are superheroes that just are a little bit more radicalized. Yeah, and they got a smaller demographic because like she had followers like she had people that was rocking with her and like even sam and like sam was understanding her uh her, her point but they was just all about how you gonna get it you know what i'm saying like you're doing terrorist shit to get your point but when you really think about like bro we can real world shit when you look at al-qaeda or like all these islamic terrorists that they try to fuck, they are like nah y'all been bombing and occupying our country for years you know what i'm saying like there is a side to the evil people that you at least have to acknowledge sometimes. Now, the means that you go by going to get some shit can be pure evil. But I think it all starts with some feeling of injustice. Now, whether the feeling is valid or not, because, you know, we got these motherfucking mass shooters that go around America doing terrorist acts where their feelings of injustice are fucking not valid at all. Like, no, there's no truth to you feeling like, oh my God, I've been wrong. No, my nigga, you're just a weak individual who don't know how to take the lumps of life and you decided to do some terrorist shit. Right. But um, yeah, the head, but I just want to say this since you talk, we get into a little Marvel geek mode. I think there's hope for the suit because they're coming back. It's gonna be um Captain America and the Winter Soldier now because it's no longer gonna be Falcon. He's gonna be Captain America. But um if you look back to the first, and I don't like Captain America as a character, I'm not a fan of the white superhero yeah. like that. <laughs> but um his suit. If you look at Captain America's suit in the first Avengers movie, that shit sucked too. And we see how they adapted his suit and they made it more like military shit he had. You know what I'm saying? The pants were different. He was in fucking tights and shit in the first one. And they even made fun of it in Endgame. You know what I'm saying? How bad the suit was. So hopefully the suit progresses for Sam Wilson, the black character, because, you know, we don't got a lot of black superheroes or we don't get a lot of on-screen black superheroes. Actually, we get a good share, but not, you know what I'm saying? We get a good share. We had Black Panther, we had uh, War Machine, we had, um, you have Sam Wilson, but you know, like, so hopefully they get the suit right. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it was, uh, I enjoyed it. It was a little bit, I, I didn't like there was six episodes, but, you know, that's going to be here. Yeah, it was sure. It was seven. It was seven, maybe? That's why I thought that, uh, that's why, I, it was okay, six. it was six, damn, see? But I think WandaVision was like that, too. WandaVision wasn't ten. Yeah. But see, so, that's why I, but I would say that's why I um thought that the uh, invincible shit was short too, because I was like, damn, they've been doing seven seven episode joints. So, yeah. but 
Hey, shout out to you. You gave me a little surprise for Sunday night. I'm gonna watch 90 Day Fiance and Oh, I was I was literally on my phone. 90 Day Fiance, happy after ever. Happily is, ever after. That's the one, baby. Let's go. That's the one. That's, that's Listen, the I'm one. fully, bro. I'm fully locked into all of this shit, nigga. I'll be watching the regular joint, then I'll be watching the pillow talk joint. I be I, I still could go back and watch all the other seasons of Zone Hulu. Bro, let me tell you, whole time, whole time. You know they have uh, on they have uh, on Discovery Plus, right? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's, a, it's their extra subscription service. They have a night. Oh yeah, 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 Discovery Plus. Yeah, yeah. And it's like the the niggas that were on Ninety Fiance that are living a single life. So like the nigga, yeah. with, the nigga with the, the, the this nigga Ed, Ed, Ed and uh, the Spanish uh, girl that was with the dude that Colty, was from North Carolina. Colty, 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 Colty be out here piping Jones on the low. He get jumps, sir. Like, son, you getting bitches, sir. But um, see, because listen, I'll be doing that shit now. Like, so I'll be watching 90 Fiance. I will literally Google, are they still together? So this, you know I go on the IG. I look on IG, sir. Oh, yeah. You go on the Instagram. You go on hey, Let me find. You know who my nigga was? Soldier oh. Boy. Soldier Boy. Oh, <laughs> Soldier Boy. Yeah, Soulja yeah Soulja he said, Boy. baby love, baby love. Baby, baby love, baby love. Bro, did we just create a 90 Day Fiance podcast? Like, we might need to do a special 30 minute. 90 Day Fiance recap every week. I'm down. I'm down. Nigga. That <laughs> show is crap. Nigga. Or we could just do a whole TLC joke because my 600 pound life be having me hooked. Yeah. Nigga, my 600 pound life, these fat motherfuckers be pissing me off. I'm like, nigga. It's like, I don't know how I only lost. I don't know how I only lost six pounds. Bitch, you've been eating. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, Yo, they come on, son. Crazy. Like, it's like, you shouldn't be doing that. You know you shouldn't be doing come that. Come on, son. Nigga eat a piece at 9 a.m. Nigga eat a large piece at 9 a.m. And the one fat nigga had me blown. The nigga that had the tab with the ice cream at. Yeah. (laughs) This nigga had a tab. He said, and that's breakfast. I'm like, nigga, you just ate four ice creams, five chips, and and talk about that's breakfast. Only in America can some fat ass shit like that, bro. I said, this is my last thing about this. You got me hyped now. There was a one 600 pound life where the shawty ended up homeless. And I was like, son, she's food. Someone needs to cut her ass up and eat her. Because that is some good man. And Shorty was like, nigga, she's all fat. I was like, the fat give her flavor. Because in the, if she was in the wild, she is oh, food. Be, you cannot up. survive. You are food. Literally, you cannot move. You can't fight off no attackers. You are food. You can't even walk. And I don't want to be insensitive to fat people. I know people have their fights. Everybody got their shit. You know what I'm saying? But they need to come back with um uh what's my man? Um the Dominican nigga. Um the nigga from they, Chantel? Yeah, family family Chantal. They need to come family back. Family Chantal nigga. They only got two seasons after the after the brother got married. They need to come oh, back yeah, and yeah. They went to the Philippines. The brother was pissed. The brother dry as a bitch. Bruh, son. Bruh. That nigga so First dry. Of, that nigga, you talking about manip- manipulative? That nigga is manipulative. That older brother. Like, oh yeah, because he got the little he Filipino jump straight on the screen. Like niggas is like, yo, woman, this lady, like, you didn't say that to me. He's like, no. And she's like, well, you said that to me. He know, so I'm like, he's like, so you didn't tell me that you didn't think the baby was yours. And he'd be like, he'd be like, nigga, you clearly said that your sister ain't gonna make this shit up. And he'd be like, look, all right, we just, son, he's so fucking dry, so fucking dry. TLC, bro, we're gonna start this podcast now. You know, gave me a. 30 minutes a week, we're going, we're going to probably do 90, start out with 90 Fiance, 
And we could hashtag off into other. I mean, branch off into other shit. I need to catch up on the newer season because I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to get emotionally involved with the newer cast. Like, there's a nigga from Dinwiddie, the white man from. The oh park. yeah, oh no, son. He he. Um, I don't even know how to explain him. He's a he. He really. It's like his not his first piece of pussy, but he really loved that pussy, and he's like doing whatever he can do, bro. You know what I'm saying? But and also, but he but he has some of the things that past people on the show have, like they'll like, okay, I'm bringing you over to the country and we're going to move in with our parents. But if you look at the uh, shorty that had to do from Israel, they started off like that. They were they moved in with her parents while they got this visa, all that shit straight. And then they eventually got their own home and now they have kids and they look like they're doing fine. They on the pillow talk shit now. I can't remember the name. But um, yeah, the joint from Israel, she got like the, the cerebral palsy or what is it? But she like goes- She do? The joint from Israel, right? Like she's married to the the dude from Israel, right? She's from like, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. Got, like, she got cerebral palsy. Oh, she no, does? she got Tourette. She got Tourette. She got Tourette's. Okay, well, see, like, see, now that's the one. I, so I started watching that season, but I fell off because I had to finish this new season, and then I started watching before the ninety days. Then I had to watch the both of the the. Uh, so listen, I'm I'm into the shit. This is like my guilty pleasure, bro. I've been no, no, no. Listen, 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 bro. I, I me and my coworker. We talk about this shit when we get, like, when we talk, like, you know, when we find time to talk, we talk about 90 Day Fiance, bro. Listen, that's primetime television, bro. Bro, the greatest, whoever the producers of these shows, they need an Emmy. I don't and know they, they got and one. And they keep working, and they they don't never, like, listen. COVID, what, everything. What, COVID? Niggas, we still gonna get these shots. Bro, and then they even was like, fuck it, we're gonna do the pillow talk shit. So the pillow talk was genius. Because I'll be watching, make you episode, watch the episode again. I'll be like, let me see what these people start. And I fuck with the nigga. The nigga from New York that live in Florida with the Dominican don't. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He the got, nigga with the got, with the ponytail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That nigga funny. And he got, he, got, funny. he got he got he got another baby on the way with her. That nigga fertile. They said he that nigga like got five, five kids. kids. He got like she five kids. Didn't find out until like halfway through the season he got five Bro, kids. Bro, the he nigga, like the nigga look, for the listeners. This is the Dominican. This is nigga from uh, New York. I'm gonna give you his name. Girl too, from the Dominican. He got on a uh, cruise, a cruise to the Dominican Republic. Met her for like six hours. Married her that same day, and got back on the cruise and flew her out. Yep, married her ass. I mean, they're still together though, so that's, that's love, right? Exactly. I'm saying some these couples be actually rocking out, having babies and shit. Like that's what like these people actually be living with each other. So I gotta, yeah. I think that's what I'm watching tonight. Happy, happily after ever after. Happily ever oh, yeah. after. I think that's it's the one. Good. Yeah, it, we right actually kind of missed it. We're gonna catch it. Oh, Robert and Annie. Robert. Yeah. Robert. Asked, yeah, funny. I need to figure out what my name, what my nigga Colty up to. You know what I'm saying? Colty, Colty is Colty be Colty be doing some shit on the. I don't know what the fuck Colty be doing. And it's a nigga from Virginia Beach on there. He he got a joint. Who got yeah, uh, like, a? I've been up to. I've been up to it. I just can't. I just. I just haven't emotionally attached to him yet. The dude from Virginia Beach? Yeah. Uh, he's funny, but he I was like, nigga, he need to let his hairline go. He holding on. He be Beijing in that bitch up. Like, he got the drink that wanted to have, like, a girlfriend, too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to her, man. You know what I'm saying? But different folks to different folks. A lot, of, a lot of Virginia love this season, so, you know. I can't yeah, yeah, you got to do from Dinwiddie. And I, I realized how close Dinwiddie was when I was coming to fuck with you in Raleigh, and I was driving. I was like, oh, shit, Dinwiddie's, like, right outside of Petersburg. Yeah, like, Dinwiddie is yeah. in the country. I still, I still, I, you know what I'm saying? I still haven't found 
that connection here. But I'm, I'm gonna catch up on the regular one. But happy after ever, that's my shit right there. Oh yeah, I'm on it. I'm on it. Matter of fact, I'm gonna need, we need to hurry this up so I can get back <laughs> on my shit. Hey, all right. Uh, I don't know what we else. What else we had on the tab today? To be honest, we that's everything I had written down. Actually, we talked about some extra shit. I mean, I think we just we just untapped a new market with a 90 day fiance. Oh, let's matter of fact, we're gonna we're gonna pitch it to y'all. And we're gonna see if y'all go bite. We're gonna do a little bit of content. See no, if that no. Works. If, you, if you the hashtag, just get on the hashtag on Twitter. It's crazy. People oh, fuck with shit, bro. Okay, Man, I, I need to jump on Twitter team. just like I was on Snowfall. So listen, Snowfall is over. You know what I'm I need something to watch, right? We need something to watch. Need something right? to watch. I got I got ninety day fiance. Well, listen, I think we just wrapped up our own goddamn show. So, that works for me. That works uh, for me. So. You know, listeners, we'll get back to you on the spiritual moment and things like that because we're about to get messy this week, you know, watching 90 Day Fiance. I can't, you know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, again, our YouTube is out. Terry's been uploading our clips. If you don't want yeah, to watch the episode, more. if you don't want to watch the whole episode, watch the clips. You know what I'm saying? We post them on Instagram. We'll post them on YouTube as well. Uh, follow us on uh, all of our, you know, platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon. Google podcasts, you know, all of the above, baby. Um, And subscribe, review, like, share, comment. Let us know what you're fucking with. You know, if you're not fucking with us at all, let us know. Let us know know if our content is dry, that we need to step our game up, you know. Let us know. You know what I'm saying? Let us know if you respect Yeah, man. You know, all that good shit. And um, remember... Have to play them. There are three rules to success. Stay true to yourself, stay true to the code, and stay dangerous. I want to say thank you again for listening to another episode of Mazda Talk, baby. We'll talk to you next week. Peace. Doses. Rich niggas, black bar mitzvahs, Mazda Talk is a celebration, bitches. Behind. I wish for you 100 years of success, but it's my time. Cheers. Toast the crime. Number one, D-Boy, Shane Hickerron. The rock boys in the building tonight. Hey. Oh, what a feeling I'm feeling like. Hey. You don't even got to bring your paper out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house. The rock boys in the building tonight. Hey. Look at how I'm chilling. I'm killing this ice. Hey. You don't even got to bring your purses out. We the dope boys of the year. Drinks is on the house.